please stay tuned at the end of the episode where we'll play the Skunk Ape Experiments trailer. Our good friend has made time out of his busy schedule of films and conferences to join us today. As a special treat, he has promised to tell us some of behind-the-scenes stories about the making of the newly released Skunk Ape Experiments and upcoming Outcast Paranormal Projects. Join us as we take a walk within the mist with Ryan RPG Golombeski. Hey Ryan, hey, how are you today? Thanks for having me back. I love you guys. Oh, you're you welcome go. back anytime. Now, uh, Ryan, you've been on our podcast before, and I don't know if you remember or not, but I have a new uh, joke for you. So I wanted to let you know that I went to see a movie about Bigfoot the other day. It was a great feature film. Wow. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love you so much. <laughs> To live it's, with him. Uh, as a dad, I can appreciate it, you know. And at the end of the day, the confidence to go for it is the sexiest and best thing. So you owned it, and that's all that matters. <laughs> and, and somewhere deep inside, I'm laughing. Somewhere deep inside, real <laughs> deep. I'm not. That was no. not one of your best. That was not one of your. He's loving it though. But at the end of the day, those that can make ourselves laugh. I mean, that's I am my own best audience. He is. Well, great. I am glad that you're here uh, because it's Outcast Paranormal has such a busy schedule and you in particular. So we wanted to talk about some of the things you've just completed. Like, uh, I guess the last time we saw you in person was at the uh, Southwest Florida Skunk Ape Conference in June in Punta Gorda, Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you enjoy emceeing that event? Oh, that's great. With my homegirl, Phyllis, uh, it, it was a dream of hers to always put something like that on. So to have the honor of her asking me to, to be the master of ceremonies for it. That's amazing. That's like, Hey, you want to come join me in my dream and, uh, and have some fun. It's like, hell yeah. And we, uh, in the skunk ape experiments, um, Phyllis is actually in the movie. She's in it for a part coming in and being like our premier ghost hunter, so to speak. And, uh, she rocked it. She rocked. You want someone that's just like, just pro like, okay, when, when do you need me to go? Boom. And she's just in character. Oh, oh man. Wait. Yeah. That yeah. was her first first time in a movie? Was, uh, well, no, I'm not okay. saying she's, I would assume she's been in other movies, but I don't know. Yeah, she's just, yeah, she's like she's, natural. She's a natural and just public speaking. She's just so accustomed to it. You know, wow. She, wow. she can just bust, I and mean, she's probably done it with you guys. She can just bust into Palladian and just start speaking <laughs> alien star languages and she, without, without any hesitation, just, oh, what do you want to talk about? You know? It, it's amazing lady. yeah yeah amazing so to to be able to participate with that you know and kind of um help her out a little bit i i had done um a bunch of tv and radio stuff uh for the great florida big conference obviously the shirt and um so i was able to because um nikki and martin were so nice i was able to share some of that info like places to call radio station stuff to like hook her up a little bit you know and and uh and hopefully spread the word because she got a good crowd you know she wasn't sure what to expect you know what i mean first year first time first everything but 
but people love their Phyllis and obviously they love the topic, you know, to oh. come and talk about that. Yeah. 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 Plus there's some, yeah. Oh no. She's a queen bee for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. You should have, where was she the last time I saw her? I thought, oh God. But she came with like this red wig and it just, she's a movie star. Like, anyway, we could talk all day about Phyllis, but yeah, the event was incredible. You know, great people again, great experiences, storytelling. I actually got, I have a, uh, I finally got into stones and I was able to get this uh, selenite. Ah. I, I don't know. I just started into this, but it's so weird. Like, you know how life these days is just so much negativity. It's like, why can't we all just like be positive for one day? Just really enjoy one day of just, yeah, life. My life is good. Um, I don't know. All I can tell you is since wearing this and even if it's placebo, awesome. Which stone is that? The selenite. I could be pronouncing it wrong. I, selenite 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 but um but it works man the other one's just about abundance and blocking negativity and just i just don't want any of that you know it's uh life's too short um but anyway yeah it, it, fantastic to see you guys the food trucks were good to do that for the firefighters you know and, and to like out of respect for them and carrying on the squatch and legend i don't know i don't know you know how it is when you get around your tribe it's fun it was. It was great. It was great. But you didn't just MC that event. You also just came back from MCing the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference. Uh, that was uh, July 24th of Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yeah, but that I was, was a epic. huge event there. Oh, I loved to go on there. Oh, well, see, I didn't. I didn't know anything about Gatlinburg, you know. But it's like like a mini Vegas or some kind of Jersey Shore, like in the mountains, you know, by <laughs> day, just hills with trees and just beautiful and all this just so much to see and then at night it's like avatar where all the neon turns on and you're just like whoa what is this place it's yeah it's like if you're going to do a family vacation and go to one of these events i would say go to this one in gatlinburg not just because you know, absolutely part of it. i think it's great but uh for those who aren't super into it or don't want to sit all day through the lectures and talks uh there's so much to do like so much to do and yeah that was a big event man that was almost three thousand people that's the most i've ever had the opportunity to, to speak in front of and it was it was exhilarating you know, to look and you can't even like your peripheral there's you can't even see the, the the crowd just goes for so long you know and you can feel them when they're when their energy moves and whatnot and anyway i i just i got a real kick out of it and and um and also i like to set a mood you know like i want the people it, it's a long day of sitting you're just sitting and we're not designed to do that we're designed to move so the goal is to keep it interesting and fun and be a little outrageous. And, and, um, and yeah, I think I, I'm getting better every time. It's only my, it's my fifth one or fourth one. So, um, you know, every time, and then, and then obviously taking criticisms, constructive criticism stuff, like what can I do better? What, what works, but so far I'm kind of a little ahead of the game because nobody really cares about that position <laughs> on the team. You know, that's just kind of like, yeah, we just let the janitor do that. Why do you care? And I'm like, it's the glue. The, the highest paid speaker there, or the, the number one speaker, so to speak, even though they're all amazing, uh, was Meldrum. And he had an hour and a half to speak. But if you look at how much time I actually speak, it's over, it's like three hours or more. So you get more time, you get more everything, you get a lot less money, but you know, there's no complaints because I'm trying to build that, bring back like oration and just how fun it can be and how you can really, I don't know, you can really be the glue that connects it all and, and, and makes it just even better. Well, plus you also set the mood for the entire conference. Yeah. Um, you move it from one subject area to another one. Yep. And you're very good at thinking on your feet. Yeah, I love yeah. improv. Improv is my favorite. To me, that's like the purest form of communication because you don't know what's going to be said. And I don't know what a lot of other people do. I'm, I'm sure they prepare their speeches and stuff. But like, I would never call myself an expert, but I'm an experiencer. 
you know, and I have lots of stuff that someone could say you'd be an expert at, but it's more just about sharing the experiences with people. So I, I don't know. I, I think being in that position, not trying so hard to be like, I'm, I'm the next this, you know, uh, you can enjoy it more because what is it mostly? It's going in the woods with friends, you know, people you're close with and having a good time. I mean, right. that's really it. And if you can bring that, that overall general fun vibe into the event, then yeah, I think, I think eventually people will come to, to enjoy that part of it. Cause I still, I, I did a 45 minute set there because there was a huge gap. And I just asked the audience, I said, Hey, you guys want me to talk? It's free time. You can do whatever you want. And about half the audience got up and left but the other half. They weren't going anywhere. <laughs> and then I just, and I just ripped it and just told, you know, adventures and stories. I've been lucky to go almost everywhere, you know, with finding Bigfoot and stuff. So Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it, guys. I loved it. And it was it was beautiful. And some of the talks were, you know, who I got to meet. I got to meet Ronnie LeBlanc. Finally, the man that replaced me on TV. I got to meet him. I got to hug him. I got to hug his babies and kids and meet his wife. And uh, it's like I'm totally good with all that stuff. But then you you get to finally meet him and hug him and you realize you fully put it to rest, which is really cool. And he is a sweetheart. Like his little boy kept coming up to me randomly at the thing and just being like, I'm so glad I met you. It's like, uh, there's a reason he's chosen. Him and I are, are, you know, when you say two peas in a pod, but we were like the pea here and the pea here, right next to each other, you know, like rubbing elbows. Um, so that was, I have to say, my favorite part of the whole thing. And there was so much beauty there. My mom and sis came out and, uh, and uh, or her sis, sorry, I call her my big sis. And they were there and Lynn, and, and, and that was really cool. Anytime you get to share your success or your experience with other people, just like going squatch in the woods with fam, um, it's magical. I don't know. I've been on a high ever since. Like that natural, you were seen by so many people and, 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 and they loved it, you know, instead of being judged because we believe this or we believe that. It's just like, it's like going to church, you know, and like absorbing or synagogue or whatever you do. Uh, it's really powerful. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I recommend you guys. It's got to go. Put it no, on the list. Yes, yeah. we're we're making plans for doing a lot more traveling during the next year. We want yeah, we want right. to start start broadening our uh, range of uh, av- you know projects. So <laughs> that'll be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Just just check in on us every once in a while, you know, in between amazing <laughs> vistas. Well, I mean, you're you're doing all these live events, but you're also doing a lot of film projects. I know uh, Outcast Paranormal, they had just done, uh, I know Stacey Brown just did The Tales of the Barden Booger. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. But yeah. your big project that you just came out with is the Skunk Ape Experiments. So yeah. how does that feel to finally uh, have it out to the public? Oh, God, it's been over a year. And and for everyone involved in filmmaking, you know, it, it just it just is what it is. You know, this it takes time to get it out. So yeah, we're stoked. It's a lot of people involved in this process. And uh, and to finally be able to say, you know, you can go rent it <laughs> uh, is I, it's ecstatic. It's like doing the Bigfoot conference. You know, you're just excited to share your art with the world. And it is a cruel, vicious world, you know, um, but you just got to give birth as artists, you know, we have to do that. We have to create. That's like our thing. Like what, how do, how do we get it out? But also how do you get out a really fun story? Like how do you tell the same thing? You know, like it's, it's not like we went on a completely different adventure than everyone. It's impossible to do, but how do you take that story and make it uh, different enough and entertaining? And that's what I think uh, we were able to capture really well with more of a rapid paced action docuseries where it moves. Like the one thing, even if you're not into the content, you shouldn't be getting bored. I mean, it, it, it is, uh, it's meant to be a roller coaster and to have you just like, you just get on and you're like, Whoa, this just goes. 
Um, and we're hoping that, that that catches fire. You know, we basically have the first three films to test that out and see if an audience likes it. If not, then we can go more traditional and tell the story. Um, just I, I would just call it more traditional. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a steadier space. Can you yeah. give us a brief synopsis of what the Skunk Ape Experiments is meant to be? Yeah, oh, of course, of course. So uh, long story short, right? Um, I hook up with my boy, Stacy Brown, who had hooked up with his boy, James Brost, and we all came together and uh, I need an adventure to get back on my feet. You know, uh, Mr. Brown was looking for a project that could hopefully catch fire. And James wanted his essentially like his intro into this world and to catch fire, of course. So we teamed up and we went down to Mack River State Park because back in 2013, Stacy had gone there because uh, Mr. Falconer had his experience. He, he released that footage and it, you know, wowed people. It was, it was awesome. If you haven't seen the Falconer footage, uh, go check it out, you know. Um, it's not completely blurry, but it is, it'll kind of piss you off, but you'll see it. And you, anyway, and there's other parts of it that people don't know about it, but, um, but when he came down, he just they literally were in the woods and it was there. And if they would have gotten the camera on, they would have arguably captured the best footage because it ran right into the Bill Brock, the last guy, like ran right into him. But it, it, it's like anything I, you can prepare, you can prepare, you can prepare, but it happens so quick. You know what I mean? It's going to catch you with your pants down no matter how prepared you are. It's interesting. But anyway, so they didn't catch it. So now years later, we're like, well, let's go back. Let's revisit, you know, and see if maybe it's back. And so that was the impetus to get us back into the Mayaka area. And then once we got there, we noticed there was kind of like distinct places in it, which formed this triangle. And, you know, in, in our space, everything's a triangle. It's, it's the high <laughs> strangeness of the world. Why there's so many triangles? But uh but then we decided to do adventures in each one, you know, and, and, and really dive into it. And we wanted to go like, like I died basically on TV. So I, I'm dead. I can't die anymore. So let's push it, you know, and Stacy doesn't give a crap. So he's like, let's push it. Um, and, and James is just, he's probably the most badass out of, out of all of us, but you know, he's just, he's older and more mature than us. So, um, and we just decided to go for it with these experiments. Like we went and caught a live pig. Like we didn't, you know, we did it ourselves. We hired someone, we actually hired Roger's son. Roger's the man in it that's being harassed uh, by Bigfoot or at least he believes he is in the film. And um, we went out with his son and we caught that thing. That's, that's a barehanded thing you do. Like that's, we almost were like, man, we should just make an hour about just this because I, I gotta tell you, I've, I've tried all sorts of things in my life, real fun stuff. There's nothing more exhilarating than, than watching someone i didn't even do it catching a pig with their bare hands the oh no it's insane they have, they have these two dogs and I, and I know listen i'm a super animal lover i let ants out of the house with my finger I, i'm like i don't want to hurt anything but also there's a real world out there where real thing happens and the more flexible you are and your ability to go blend with other people the more adventures you can have the more it opens your eyes to the world because i never would have did, done this if it wasn't for a purpose you know i just that sounds horrible to me but you get there you got two dogs. One goes and like basically corners it. And the other one is a latch dog. It runs up and it gets on the ear as fast as it can to hold it down. And then you've got to get on it quick because if that pig's tooth, you know, especially if it's a big one, 200 pound pig, um, it can gore the dog can gore you. And the goal is if you're good at it, nobody gets hurt, you know, besides scratches, nobody gets hurt. And I watched this guy, man, his Roger's son was a big boy. You know, he's like, the guy you're like oh yeah that guy wrestles 300 pound pigs like I'm, I'm glad he's here this is great 
And then he had his buddy who was just a, you know, just a little guy. He's just a little guy. And you're like, oh, all right, little guy. You know, he's, he's probably, he's really funny or something. Well, we get out there, big dude didn't even move. The little guy threw himself into the bushes and I'm right there. And it's, you can imagine the noises are like, a, like what a Bosch painting should probably sound like just sounds of hell, right? You're just like, oh my God, things are getting ripped apart, even though it's not happening. It's just part of the theater of it. And this dude throws himself in the bushes. And before I can even wrap my head around it, he's got his knee on the neck. He's got it. He's already started tying the legs off. And then it's all tied and the pig comes down and everything's quiet. The girls that are there are gently pulling the dogs away that are like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, come on. Oh, please come on. Hey, stop. Everyone's calm. And you're just sitting there like, like you were just in five acts at the same time, but you're okay. And you're like, what just happened? Um, and if you looked in this, this guy, the little dude's eyes, besides the last time the missus had a baby, I have never seen anyone that alive ever. <laughs> like that's the level of like, it, he was oozing like, wow. It, it was, yeah, so super powerful. And luckily uh, nobody got hurt, nothing, we're fine. Um, the dog had got cut up just like a little bit, but that was like running through the palmettos, you know, it wasn't even from the pig, so. <laughs> With anything, there, there are risks, but yeah, everything turned out great. And yes, if you ever get a chance to go, uh, it's not about killing or hurting. It is about catching and it's about doing it in the most gnarly, crazy, amazing method ever. That's all I can say. And this was part of one of your experiments where you guys were out in the field, uh, basically yeah. very late at night. And the part that I remember best was you were left alone. Oh, oh yeah. When we went and did the initial, uh, the fire yeah. in the woods. Yeah. 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 All these dingbats. They're like, they're like, yeah, we're just, we're going to cross the water here where it's shallower. And you just look in and I don't know, maybe I watched crocodile Dundee too many times or like gator kill videos online accidentally. Um, because I'm like, dude, that's, I can count 20 before I just lose track of which one I count over here. There's another 10 to 15 over here and they're just slowly inching their way towards us. And everyone's playing it like cool, you know, and and when you when you're filmmaking, we had to decide at that point, you know, like, listen, am I going to do it? Yeah. Am I a badass like them? Sure. I will do these things. But someone's got to be honest about what they're thinking. Right. And since yeah. I was kind of a new the new guy to Florida, I just let what I was thinking out, you know, um, and and I think personally it worked really well because you have that economy of of Stacy being very very brave and me being like all right I'll do it but what the f you know like come on and yeah they all thought it was they thought it was hilarious and that's something we want to bring out more is like that kind of playful teasing that's that's there when you get like a group of guys or a group of girls and that's something that we hope can can there can become more of it without slowing it down in any way because we love that you know it, then it makes you feel like you're there which is kind of the purpose but yeah they, they leave me out in this one spot and you know leave you, you you're in this tall grass and like you know as a dad you just think of ticks ticks and ticks everywhere <laughs> um, and then and then you just start you know that you hear them and you just start going and you realize in that moment you're like wait a sec I have like real life responsibilities and I am in the middle of the woods there are wild pigs in here there are gators moving from spot to spot uh there are snakes <laughs> Ticks, spiders, I mean, you name it. And, and I'm, I'm not doing it with a partner. It's not like I got a, I'm a lifeguard and there's somebody, right? I'm alone. If I scream, it's, they might not even be able to find me if I go down quick. And you just have that thought. And then it's the amazing thing. You know, you just one foot goes in front of the next, in front of the next, in front of the next. And hopefully for most of us, the longer you step, you realize all most of that fear, that's all in your head. 
You know? well, and the big thing is, is that the whole reason you're out there is you're trying to come face to face with a skunky. So, I, I mean, let alone the, the dangers you do know, there's the, you know, the whole goal is to run across <laughs> a eight foot hairy man. Yeah, it's scary as heck. And I, I think that's the fun of it, because you really won't know if you really want that until it happens. Yes. You know, and what I'm going to say is, I think sometimes we will be heroes and we'll like, oh, yeah. But I think most of the time you will freeze or like literally <laughs> be so scared you got to run, you, you know. Yeah. That's uh, but who knows? Maybe if we're impassioned enough, you think you'd run? You'd run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So that was that was insane. And then the the weird thing about that was, so there's me. Okay, so I've been in those woods. Fine. Maybe I could get turned around. But I spent a lot of time in the woods. I knew where the beach line was. I, I'm following a curve. I can hear them. I saw lights for a little bit. Then hear them, and I just kept going. And somehow the weirdest thing. And I walked for a while. I was drenched. I ended up back where I started, but like on the beach side, basically <laughs> right where I started. I did like a full loopy and came wow. out. That would be the first time that's ever happened to me. So, okay, <laughs> fine. Well, that wasn't the only time you put your life in, <laughs> in jeopardy, was it? Uh, you basically, you and the mushrooms? Oh, yeah, yeah, psilocybin. But anyway, just to conclude that thought, yeah, they, yeah, all, they all got thrown off. So all these woodsmen, all these, you know, Florida men, uh, and everybody was off on their tracking. And, and if you looked at the map, there was like a spot that we just couldn't go to. So what is that? We don't know. High strangeness again. Um, but anyway, yeah, at, at Crowley House, that, then, we, then we were like, okay, so how do we push it here? You know, in, in, in paranormal, there's only so many experiments like kind of give you results. Like basically a spirit box is like your number one thing because you can hear things, you hear voices, whether it's BS or not, um, it works and it gives you something. So I was just, you know, I was really thinking like, well, what do you do? And how do I get like, how do I get a little bit closer? Because, you know, you do these things and people don't talk about the rush and the fear like ahead of time and all these things that could very well be keeping you from making a connection. You know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm a ghost on the side and I'm right near you or a Bigfoot and I can tell how scared you are, am I going to approach you? You know, more for fear, like my reaction would be violent or, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. So and for me, it's a constant battle to, to rid myself of what I would say my mom and their, my aunt's fear. You know, they, they had gifts. They could see ghostly and they just hated it and were so scared. You know, I'm, I just listen and take it in. So I, I am scared. So I, I try to, I guess, destroy the fear as much. Anyway, so psilocybin, if you, if you read anything about it and hallucinogenic therapy and the and neuronauts of the 60s and stuff, um, what it basically does is it calms you the hell down. And it allows you to just take in or do whatever you're going to do, uh, mainly like reflect upon yourself with the wonder and the acceptance and love of a child. It just takes all the jerk out of you and it allows you to do things. So the reason, and, and once again, I microdosed or it's more than a microdose, but it's, uh, I didn't go heavy, you know, like I wasn't, but it was enough on an all day, hardly heart, dehydrated, partially not eating well, you know, it was enough. Um, but the goal was to take the edge off the fear edge so that I could be more present because remember right before it, the guys are like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're not going to come right in front of you. You're going to be sitting there and the head's just going to come right on the side of you. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, that's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. This is right before I'm about to do this. Right. So we, we still have to get our, our individual philosophies down. Cause that's definitely part of the show and it's awesome. But it also, I was already nervous. I didn't need any help. 
so luckily by the time the thing really kicked in at, at, at a at a certain point it helped me relax and get into just a place where i could let go and then what came next was bizarre really bizarre um which will be in film too i can just i can give you a little little hints of it uh just imagine you're staring right at this flame in it and all of a sudden you're like around the edges of the flame you're like what is that what is that and then you, it starts to come into focus right and now remember i didn't take enough of this stuff to like see color movement and all that kind of stuff and oh tuna fish you think tuna fish and all of a sudden you taste tuna fish it wasn't it wasn't crazy like that but all of a sudden i noticed i was like oh my god those are hands like near wow. the fire pulling away these bony like almost roots of trees bony which just hands and pulling away and then just these faces trying to look at me but they couldn't get near the light the light itself was like that's what I was getting was repelling it and that was just how it started and I was like oh my god oh my god uh and then it began to like kind of unravel into something else to where I actually ended up seeing two squatches standing on the premises watching which which you know right he was on the psilocybin that's what you get on the psilocybin I'm like that's not what you get in psilocybin trust me you know i don't have psilocybin that's not it uh but at that same time we had somebody who was outside and when you know it right there in the woods where i was visualizing them uh they saw a, an orb a sphere that took off Great. So, so the person who wasn't affected saw orbs, but you saw squatches. So you think that the perception was changed? I just think it's interesting that in the place in the yard where I thought they were watching us, this person now saw something that, yeah, wasn't squatches wow. take off in the same spot at, at roughly, you know, the same time. So it's right. like, that's just weird. And, you know, we explored a few theories in the film, like what if Bigfoot is more than just flesh and bone? Like, obviously we're looking for flesh and bone, but there's a lot of people these days are saying it's paranormal, it's extraterrestrial, it's interterrestrial, like it's all these things. You're like, okay, well, let's look into some of those theories uh, until somebody really comes forward with a body or just, this is the truth. How, why would we close any doors on any research? Hi. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, Anyway, so we're looking into different things like take uh, take the hymn to Pan, right? So if you if you just take Pan for face value, you know most people think wasn't that Satan or the devil or was that the hoofed creature? Is that the one that played? They really don't know the true origin or history of Pan. But when you talk about a, a spirit of the wild that protects flocks and fertility, like all these things which the ancients had, who's to say the foundation of this large hairy creature? isn't Bigfoot. They've always been around. They said they were around before the Olympians. They're way around. Um, and obviously you could call that a stretch too, but we don't know. We right. don't know. Right. And, and why not? And, and I don't know, you, you guys know, you've done so much research in this field and you hear like a new theory, whether it's true or not, it's just fun. You're like, oh, oh. that's kind of neat. Shouldn't we? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it kind of makes sense in a way. Yes. Why don't we just swim with it for a little bit and just see where it goes? I don't know. It's, it's, new and fun. So we looked at Pan as possibly being Bigfoot. Okay, so can we conjure up Pan? Can we conjure up Bigfoot? You know, so we gave it a shot with that, which is, it's powerful. I'll tell you guys. Like it was terrifying. Whole, yeah, it's terrifying. And we build it up. So we definitely it build it up to make you think it's a much more scary thing, you know, but just, great. yeah, it's great, it right? And my I, favorite part. 
I don't yeah. know if it was weird or not, but it was it was my favorite part. Oh. I'm really upset that I have to wait for part two now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm really, really upset about. But oh. it was my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. We were we're hoping it that so, like it's a real it's a real spell, right? It's so. Emotional, emotional roller coaster. And we're hoping, because, and here's the thing that people, they'll go and saying, oh, it's a film or it's a docuseries or it's a TV show, call it whatever you want. But at the end of the day, it's supposed to move you. Like it's a graphic novel. It's just a live action graphic novel. So if you really just look at it like that, it is intense. And we're meant to like drive you emotionally with sound and with image and with this. And that's, that's the purpose. <laughs> and so I hope people really can, can grasp that. Like you're going on a ride. It's not meant to be like everything else. Um, and hopefully that, like I said, catches fire. Cause that would be so cool. But he really put his heart into that. And meanwhile, I'm upstairs staring in the mirror, getting, <laughs> getting these images as he's screaming, like at the top of his lungs. And, and I didn't want to hear it. Right. Like everybody does their experiments different. Okay. I don't want to know what's in the scary house before I go in. I don't want to know where the Bigfoot stood because if I go in with no prior knowledge and I'm in this spot going, I feel weird here. Well, there you go. You know, I've just helped proved it. And also how much does it influence us when somebody goes, Oh my God. So in that corner, a witch got his throat cut and it was blood all over the place. And then tentacles came out. Like, I don't know about you, but I have a horribly wonderful imagination. And that's all I'm going to think about the whole time I'm in there. So you just owned me. Right. And I, I yeah. So I, I, we, we try to, I try to move away from that. So I, I didn't want to know what it was like. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want anything. So it could have been a mistake because when it came on, then I was like, Oh my God. And then all I had the image was, is I was like, eh, right over my shoulder. And I'm just, no. And the shadows at one point when I was in the chair, were starting to play only on my left. They weren't playing on my right. So that then that's, you know, because if it was both sides, I'd be like, eh, I'm a little trippy. But it was just here and it was like blending. And and like I said, I I but I that could very well be the fact that I was manifesting something over my shoulder because right. I was terrified. And then once the stuff kicked in, I it's so amazing. You're literally able to just go, okay, thanks, and just get focused and kind of get in and go, hi everyone, is there anyone here? it's beautiful and it's amazing and it shouldn't be so damn taboo. And my, I don't know, my, my theory these days is everything we've ever been taught is a lie. And if you start with that as the foundation and then begin rebuilding your experiences and your knowledge temple, um, I think people would be really surprised at where they've been misled. So anyway, and then the last thing was uh, uh, Patrick Jackson believes that what we're might be mostly interacting with is a form of AI that basically ancient advanced drone tech so it's you know you can't see it move through walls all that very ghostly all this stuff but he thinks mostly the ghost the bigfoot everything that we're interacting with is actually this not saying there isn't flesh and bone but most of the time and they help keep us separate and i just find it really interesting right if you just if you sit in that moment where where he's contacting a greek deity i am seeing two in in this mirror in this mirror gazing ritual uh and outside at the same time uh our buddy emmett is seeing an, a sphere the orb that he says mm -hmm. what's doing this in the trees where i'm seeing this thing so it was it projecting the image into my head was i able to make like a temporary link and it showed me something like there's just there's so much experimentation to be done and like times to do it it's like they really need a university devoted to paranormal research where, where they do 
Yeah, they really, they really, really do. I mean, how how cool would that have been for all people like us? That would have been like, where are you going to college? Oh, I'm going to Paranormal U. You know, I mean, oh, I well, okay. So here's my question. And as what happens with a lot of scientific experiments, they usually come away from those with more questions than answers. Would that be true with the skunk ape experiments? 100%, 100%. If I had to do like, we're the guys that they go, we're not sure about this experiment. Call up the outcast. Let them do it first and kind of get a feel. We're, we're more of the, the, the jackass, the stunt dummies, kind of in a sense. Um, not that we're not smart, not that we couldn't do it very diligently. But we, we just we want to excite people about it and maybe start some fires where someone with bigger brains, deeper pockets, more time, you know, can get to it and expand upon it. And, and that's really, you know, to help it catch fire and inspire. Um, so that, that's all we can do. And unless the audience demands something, like we, we basically can find out, oh, they really want us to go to that spot and keep working that, then we'll do a whole film on that. You know, we're, we'll, we'll be very responsive to uh, the audience, which without them, what do you got, right? Bunch of hoo-hahs doing hoo-ha stuff. <laughs> this is Skunk Ape exper Experiments. This is just volume one, correct? Yeah, this is issue one. There's, there's three parts to it. Uh, the goal was to spread it out, give you more more time. What we're actually learning is uh, people, when you put them out, they want them all in a chunk, which you kind of say, oh, that maybe seems obvious, but they really do. So what we should have done was have all three put out at the same time. Um, but, and, and I'm speaking once again to filmmakers, to people going out there to do it. You're going to take advice from people. You're going to work hard. You're going to, you're still going to do some stuff that you're like, damn, like, you know what I mean? You just, you just didn't do it. You, you didn't think of a time, whatever. And that's okay. Just it's okay. Right. You're, you're kind of learning as you go, even though you've mapped it all out and you, you know, you've really tried to control it. <laughs> um, but that's one thing. Yeah. If, if you guys are going to, if anyone's going to do something, put them out in like chunks. Uh, so people could have watched all three because then you would not be upset with us. You said the one thing that made me the most upset and it would have answered that, you know, right. and yeah, because because who, you know, you're going to have to wait two months, you know, for the next one to come out because that's the way 1091 spaces. Um, so it just is it's a it's learning and we, we might end up doing two and three together. Uh, we're going to I think we're going to aim to get those to come out back to back so people can you know binge it or whatever they call it. <laughs> people are too much into binging now because the sure. the feeling i have inside waiting for part two mm -hmm. i think helps me build to keep watching one until oh. i can get to two so that sure. might, might not be a bad thing yeah I think yeah, just yeah. spoiled with watching all of it the, the other thing we noticed too and this is just advice to anyone else moving forward uh title is really important too it has to, because people title and then the cover art or the thumbnail, those two things are so important. Now, once again, originally ours was the Mookie experiments and we shifted it just enough because we had, we had gotten some wisdom. We we're like, okay, to the skunk ape, but we should have gone the Florida Bigfoot experiments. And I'm just telling that once again, the filmmakers, you know, anyone online trying to do stuff, keep them very generic and very simple with big words that draw attention, Florida, Bigfoot, right. you know? Um, but once again, the next one, our next series uh, of, of three, or we might just make it one long one, we're not sure, it depends on how people respond to the first, uh, is The Conjuring House. So that, I can't wait. I know. And that sells itself, right? So that yes. title, that we don't have to touch that because people are going to go, oh, Conjuring, it's Halloween, I got to rent it. <laughs> you know, no, it isn't. It's the middle of summer, buddy. It's Halloween everywhere to me. Uh, <laughs> so how know. long do we have to wait for that? 
Well, if you, if you look at the schedule, so August 2nd and September, then October is the third, then November, December is the third of the skunk apes. So then January, so February 2nd should be the conjuring, either one whole or part one, depending on how we do it. Yeah. I can't wait. I still have my ticket from the conference. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So what is it? The 10010 ticket or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the longitude latitude is, <laughs> which they don't like to share with people, is 11111111, which equals 666. And not to dive too deep into that, but I may or may not have microdosed there and did, uh, <laughs> and did scrithing in the black water of the well in the basement of the house. And interestingly enough, the one universal thing that I kept seeing, and it's not like I've seen this before, was everything I saw had triangle heads from the bugs coming up the side to these two figures, one squash like one I want to say midget compared to just they all had tried everything had these triangle heads and then after the fact i was told well you know that this land sits on a perfect triangle wow really that's awesome. i did not know that you know and and oh. maybe that's just coincidentally whatever but that's mm. yeah it's a great link that's like that's the biggest firework we're going to get really you know doing stuff and i thought that was um but yeah that was that was pretty amazing the the black water and just like you know, once again, by yourself in a room, you know, just going, oh, my God, was this the right choice? Is there a snake going to jump out? Ugh, nope. I can do Bigfoot all day, but no snakes. Yeah, yeah. I don't no have snakes. a problem with them. They, they, they startle you because obviously you're like, you're moving very weird. Someone should tell you about your movement. Um, but we had one on the property. It was this long rat snake, like too long. You know, when you see one, you're like, that's scary long, but you, you know, and it turned and it looked at me and it reared up. Like, I was like, only cobras do that. What are you doing? And it just <laughs> stared at me and it kind of came a little at me and I just held ground and was like, oh my God, am I about to run? And then it just kind of checked me out and turned and just went. Huh. And I went, huh. And of course I went right inside and looked it up. I was like, that better not be dangerous. And there was, yeah. was a rat Yeah, yeah. And they go up to seven feet, like seven feet. You know, that's, that's freaky. Um, but yeah, so the conjuring is our, is our next one. And yeah, we're stoked. Once again, uh, you know, we're, we're trying different elements. We, 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 we're, we're working to find that balance where if we could be like jackass, but also respectable investigators, if that's possible, that's what we're trying to do because yeah, no awesome. one's been able to make it fun yet right? If you make it too much fun, suddenly your audience goes, it's all bullshit. They're, they're not, you know, they like want you to respect it. But the thing is, is what happens when you do something for so long, you respect it so much that now you can just be super playful with it. You know, it's like, you just know it so well. So anyway, that's uh, we're hoping because we got a little more playful in that one. Like I said, we, we went like outrageous in that buried people in the yard, right. You know, doing stuff in the well in the house. Apparently I was the first, uh, person and as long as they can remember that actually slept in the basement <laughs> and i i slept there the whole the whole time i was there and just to dive a little into it um the first night uh this uh austin who was there with his father and they've worked on all sorts of ghost shows and different stuff um he found out i was going to sleep down there and so he's like can i sleep down there dad um and this this is this Aww. is a good yeah he's like the future you know what i mean that next generation of just super into it just so much more resources than most of us had and support so he comes down there with me and now it's just so funny because you know when someone's just more in tune or whatever you want to call it they just 
it's like the action goes to them because I'm sitting down there. I've got a Ouija board. I'm trying to use a Ouija board. I'm trying, I'm practicing spell. Like I'm doing things to like, let's go. I'm here in this basement. This is supposed to be this, this big, scary place that please, I'm inviting you. He's sitting over on the bed and he's hearing a woman's voice. He's getting touched. He's oh everything. God. Yeah. And I'm like, you okay, buddies? Yeah, I'm okay. We're good. I'm good. You're here. So we're, we're good. And it was just, it was so cool because, you know, next thing we have to transition to is doing more TikTok stuff because that's just where his generation is and more people are. And he ended up getting, he said like over a million hits on this thing eventually because it was the conjuring house. And he was oh, yeah. genuinely being moved by whatever was down there. Um, I'll, I'll dive into one little historical thing about it. So in the basement, right, in the 80s, it was used apparently as a nursery. Um, and so in the downstairs room, it's like, imagine being in a basement, but then they have like a fake wall with windows on it and a door that opens. So they still have a desk down there. And on the desk are these children's drawings of, you know, tables and chairs and trees and all stuff. And in there, there are four or five depictions of a woman in a white gown with a, with a, like a broken neck, essentially like mm. horrible neck and come to find out the kids were drawing what they saw because the one person besides a little boy that died in the property, um, she, she hung herself in the barn. So, and she, they call her the lady with a crooked neck. And, they, and when we realized these kids were seeing her, she would walk by the windows and look in at them and smile at them. And they drew her wow. on this desk. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> creepy. It was so creepy. I was like, I don't want to know that. Now I can't look over there without thinking this crook lady is staring at me. Oh, yeah. So you and the guys at Outcast Paranormal, you seem to be very busy. Uh, in fact, and other than just media projects, you're also hosting your own convention, correct? October 22nd in Tallahassee? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to have the North Florida Paracon. Uh, see if we can start something ourselves. Uh, maybe not gigantic, but if if the call is there, uh, we gladly do it. And what's neat about this one is this one will be a little more off the cuff, a little more rough around the edges, a little more less PC. My style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, it's for adults. How's that? This is this is for oh adults. Yeah, there'll probably be some kids there. But 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 I think there's a, there's a little niche market for that, you know, where people would love to come and speak frankly and just be really real with each other and honest. And obviously we're going to bust each other's balls a bunch. And, you know, it's, there's going to be more to it. And it's in this uh, amazing place called the warrior, which is a big old bar with its own rich history of hauntings, uh, Bigfoot sightings on premises. Like the place itself is its own conjuring house. So imagine great conference, rock it out, open bar there, uh, <clears throat> rock the bar. Well, I shouldn't say open bar. You know what I'm saying? But there's a bar there. That <laughs> <open>. A bar <laughs> that might like, be open. Yeah, a bar that might be open. And then after, um, you know, you can, if you want, you can do a ghost hunt in the place or you can go out squatching or, you know, have a drink at the bar. Um, so really interesting kind of dynamic and more us, more, more rock and roll, you know, less corporate America. So getting at the outcast touch. <laughs> yeah. And we hope like it should, it should take off, you know, like that's, we always talked about finding Bigfoot that if, if, the, if we had televised the behind the scenes, it would have been the most successful uh, show in history outside of maybe cops in terms of reality yeah. <laughs> but but it was it generally we had like so much fun and you know it's even though we're going to be a little more outrageous than everyone we are still ourselves caged and when will there be a time where we can really be us you know 
I don't know, when, when a group of guys get together, we tell horrible jokes about anything and everything. We are constantly picking on each other. Uh, it, it just, it's hilarious and it's harmless, but it's how we interact. And, but, but we can't show that yet, you know? We cannot be honest about it because it may offend some people. And right now that's what's cool is to be offended and then to punish. Um, so, so we hope that by being a graphic novel, being a little jackassy, and that it maybe eventually gives us more leeway to be our authentic selves. Um, and, and yeah, that's just, it's the truth. Like in this time of misinformation, I think the sexiest thing you can put out is, is something that's just dripping with honesty where you're like, wow, I, I don't know why I'm so drawn to this. It's just so real. Um, so that's the goal. That's the goal. Uh, but we're, but baby steps. And maybe the Paracon is a place where we can start that, you know, and see, oh, yeah. and, you know, do a test, see if the people like it. And if they don't, well, then we'll reel that back in and, you know, smiles and kiss. And I don't know. On paper, it sounds like a great idea. Please. Yeah, it's wonderful. Plus, it's just another chance for our community to get together and for a little bit of time, you know, it's our, it's our fan. We, we, all, we all don't get to see each other as much anymore. It's, it's or at least I feel that way now with kiddos and stuff so any excuse to get together and congregate and just have some laughs i think it's good for our souls and our stress levels and yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta have that reconnection heck yeah heck yeah well let's let's talk about where to find your new movie at where can the people listening to this podcast download this amazing skunk egg experiment yeah yeah anywhere where you can rent it Okay, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Voodoo, Judo, Hoodoo, you do remind me of the babe, what babe, the babe with the power, uh, <laughs> little, little Bowie. Um, so anywhere where you can rent it, whatever on demand, whatever system platform you have, uh, that's where you can find it. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and we would, we'd love it so much. Like for all of you, you know, doing this, it takes so much time. Nobody, you, nobody gets paid. No, you, you really, it's, this is our chance being shot out of the cannon. So I just want to say a gazillion thanks for renting it. Even if you don't watch it, just know that like you literally for $3.99 have helped us like move closer to our dream. And, uh, and we will entertain you. If this can keep going, you will go, these dudes are pushing it. And this is awesome. And, and you know, so thank you for renting in advance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And it gives you a chance to look forward to more. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Like I said, you, you, if you can get through the first three, then we're going to conjuring house. And then after that, we already have some amazing locations. I just got back from scouting a, a haunted horse barn. Um, wow. in Northern Florida. Yeah. You, you ride out there. It's like Anna Green Gables. It's just all these beautiful fences and horses and rolling fields. I mean, it I was read about that today. Oh, really? Yeah. I was looking up some haunted locations. I don't know. Yeah. This one's, uh, this one's still under the radar because they, they obviously they stable all these horses and, um, they actually have like a little Airbnb where they rent out a room, but everyone has oh. been staying in that room. Uh, has been having they can't stay up in the top bunk because they keep getting touched and on the bottom one some people have been waking up and seeing like a full apparition just standing there staring at them like what are you doing in my bed you know they're not even sure yet if they want to film it and if we do we have to be completely anonymous which we're fine with you know whatever there'll come a day when we can all be our authentic selves and honest but yeah it was it was cool apparently they even the weekend before they trying to fly a drone through the barn and something grabbed the drone as they're flying it a group of them grabbed it and threw it against the wall Ooh. and like i mean that's what they say and drones can malfunction and things can happen but this is a new drone and it's no weather conditions inside of a barn so 
really neat stuff. And, uh, and the one thing that I did experience when I was there was we, were, we did a CE5 experiment in the yard because they see orbs. They see, it, once again, it's a place, Bigfoot. They found tracks, they, the ghosts, you know, it's kind of got everything. And we did a CE5 and all of a sudden for like 30 seconds, you know, when you, you, you really kind of dial in, you zone out and you're like, oh, that's what my heartbeat sounds like, you know, and all of a sudden you're focused. And I heard what the people have been complaining about in the apartment, which is it sounds like a group of people, like a party or, or like suddenly it'll be two voices and it's a party. And it just it just happened. And I was like, wow, it's, all of a sudden there's a party going on. And it, it was like in the building or on the other side. You couldn't tell, you know, one, one of those things. You're like, what? Um, and then afterwards, multiple people heard it and they're like, yeah, that's the exact thing people complain about when they stay here. They're like, yeah, somebody all of a sudden started a party randomly in the stall next door. Like there's only horses in the stalls, you know? Um, but yeah, just a, just a cool spot that we're psyched. We got another house, we got a portal house that we're going to, where this guy says he's been abducted and taken through. And um, yeah, we're, and with him, we're going to try and do DMT again and really take him to blast off so we can go to the other side, which is you know, the shotgun version of psilocybin. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. So lots of things coming up and we already have a lot in the can and it's just, how do you balance all that with life? You know, three little Definitely. years having to work with them. Yeah, it's, 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 woo. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, today's a big day. I, I'm so psyched. Thank you for letting me come on. Like today's the day it finally launched. It's, it's such a beautiful, beautiful day. So thank you for making it better. You know, so exciting. Like I said, you have an open pass anytime. Well, I think it's time now to come out of the mist and watch the skunk ape experiments for the seventh time. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Ryan RPG Golombeski, and we'll come again for another episode of Within the Mist. But until then, enjoy the movie and remain constantly curious. <laughs>